All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? I am uh, fucking exhausted. Originally, uh, I told Jake, hey, let's record on Saturday, and then his schedule filled up, and then mine's fucked because I'm driving all over hell. Uh, I drove 10 hours, no, actually longer uh, today. I'm in Bismarck, North Dakota. Nice. Yeah, and uh, I drove, this is not an exaggeration, I drove through four or five separate white-out blizzard-conditioned driving uh, today. Uh, it's it's April, snowing that bad there? It's April 7th, and it was only for like uh, two minutes each time. Like this, It was swirling around Minneapolis, so suddenly you would drive. You would see it, you know, like two, three hundred yards in the distance. You'd just see white, and you would drive into it, and then you'd be in it for like maybe three, five minutes, and then you'd drive out, and then you'd drive into it again. And when it was whiteout condition, like I passed uh, three multi-car accidents uh, where, you know, full stop traffic on the highway and then several cars in ditches. And yeah, it's it's April 7th as we record, ladies and gentlemen and kids of all ages and fucking blizzards in Minnesota that I drove through. Dude, if I lived there, I would be doing nothing but driving Hummers in circles trying to speed up global warming. Holy shit, that sounds <laughs> bad. Uh, I mean, and then on top of that, you get, uh, you get, uh, it was supposed to be a 10-hour drive and it turned into longer, but... Dude, fucking Bismarck, holy good God, packed, 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 like 300 people, just great, great show tonight, fun. But originally it's what awesome, I was saying man. is is we were not going to record, because I thought I would be like way too tired to podcast, and I kind of am, but at the same time, fuck it, let's bang it out with me exhausted, and how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right, man. Because um... you're even an hour later than I am, so you're, you're rocking midnight. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of late here, but it's it's all right. I, I got a I got a busy weekend, so this actually works out better for me. Go buy an apartment from Jake, kids. Absolutely. There was something I wanted to start with, and I can't remember what it was for the life of me. So, fuck it, let's just jump right in. Um, so you said you did not watch. I want to talk about. Um, I don't know how, how to even phrase it. I guess jumping to conclusions. Um, because I was obsessed with the People versus O.J. Simpson TV series. I watched it on a goof. When they announced it and said, yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s O.J., I'm like, this is just some bad made-for-TV shit. And I watched the... Like, then it started getting great reviews. Yeah, I heard it's really good, man. And I watched the first episode, and I was addicted. It is so good. It is so good. And then we both watched uh, a 30 for 30 documentary called Fantastic Lies about the Duke lacrosse rape case... And they sort of parallel one another. The idea that they were both these huge media hype, sensationalistic stories. And in one case, a guilty party got off. And in the other case, a not guilty party fortunately got off. So how do you want to try and wrap these together, my friend? Yeah, I'll even wrap them with the the, the season one of Serial. Did, did you ever listen to season one? Yeah, I told you to listen to it. I was the one that told you to listen to I, it. I've though. listened to about half of it, yeah. I, and then I also saw uh, Making a Murder. And yeah, both of those were about people who they may or may not be guilty, but it seems like, that, yeah, there's a good chance that at least some of them were innocent. And uh, it's kind of funny because I, I remember, especially right after the Edward Snowden thing came out, I, I remember being so paranoid that the government was looking at my stuff. And I was like, I don't want, you know, some big 
brother agency reading all my text messages and looking at my dick pics and oh maybe getting jealous or whatever this. yeah 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 I know now on the other extreme i'm like you know because these are about guys who they were just like where were you at for 20 minutes on thursday the 11th i don't know i was sitting home scratching my balls not good enough you're guilty unless someone saw you doing that so i want an app that just records me every time i'm not burying dead women in shallow graves which is most of the time you know what i'm saying right it just follows me around recording me not burying dead women because that's in i I, i'm not well making a murderer just came out again that, that they say her cell phone pinged 12 miles away from where they said she was and um, the the serial podcast, they were trying to trace the cell phone, and it didn't match up. Like, there was the, the serial podcast, they definitely came up with what should have been reasonable doubt. I mean, did he do it? Don't know. But was there reasonable doubt? Absolutely, because, you know, his cell phone was pinging all over the place, or her cell phone was pinging. But that's the thing, is you can trace by this shit. And the, the, here's the fucked up thing. Let's go to the Duke Lacrosse case. Um... I remember when it happened, and I remember some of the evidence coming out where they... And watching the documentary is scary because they charged three kids with rape and uh, assault, and the kids said they were innocent, and one of the kids was... Like, one was, okay, I literally have a record of me on video and using an ATM while this was occurring. I'm, like, miles away at an ATM machine. This other person has cell phone pings. He's at his dorm, and they have a check-in at the dorm. Like, no, he's checked into his dorm. And the other one had taxi, you know, receipts. And yet what they did, so there's all this overwhelming evidence saying they didn't do it, and the prosecutor ignored it all, and literally, you've seen the usual suspects, right? It's been a long time, man. Long. Well, they did the same thing. They literally gave her the, the police lineup they showed her all the lacrosse players and basically said, pick three. That right. was the lineup. And, and so there was evidence to prove them not guilty, and the prosecutor just sort of said, fuck it, and charged them anyway. Well, so I, I agree I'll, with I, you. I, I jumped to conclusions too, man, just because, all right, for, for one thing, it's not that often that, like, really rich white kids from Connecticut get framed by the cops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like all right, if they actually arrested them and they're like college athletes, like I, I, I come from a college town, man. It's, it's in the, it'll be in the news all the time. Like some college athlete has been accused of blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, nothing. They're just like, ah, how about, uh, how about them Hawkeyes? Huh? Yeah. Iowa Hawkeyes. Yeah, it's, well, they, uh, they even made that point. Like my big, my thing was lacrosse. Who the fuck plays that? And then the documentary said, if this had been Duke basketball, it would have all been brushed brushed under the table. They would have just said, oh, those basketball players, silly on them. Yeah, but this basket- is still like, this is rich white kids from Connecticut's like, like college athletes. So I had just assumed off the bat, I was like, okay, if they actually got arrested for raping a stripper, they probably raped a stripper and then murdered and ate 27 people. And they're just kind of giving them this as like a slap on the wrist or whatever, right? Plus... I had never heard of lacrosse before this happened, and uh, I... I did from the movie American Pie. <laughs> it was in American Pie? Yeah, Sean William Scott and Chris, uh, not O'Donnell, Chris uh, Connell. I can't remember. Oh, they, they, did were, play they were lacrosse, lacrosse players, yeah. yeah. Well, I just remember thinking, you know, their, their uniforms make them look like the bad guys in the Ninja Turtles, so they probably did it, you know what I mean? <laughs> it just seems like the kind of thing that, that sex offenders would like to wear. I don't know. Well, the thing that was scary about it is it was, 
I agree with you. Like, I wasn't sure, but I'm like, well, yeah, privileged athletes that think they can do whatever the fuck they want. And the, the thing that they broke down in the documentary that was really interesting was that, you know, you're in North Carolina, so you're surrounded by a lot of poor white and black trash. And then you have this beautiful college and these privileged students that are going there and the athletes. So there's already a resentment. Like they say, it's two different cities, that the university is a city within a city. So that when three students, white students, got charged with a crime on a black woman, everybody was just ready to pounce. Like, yeah, fuck the university. You know, because they just felt the disconnect of here we are, poor white and black trash, and you have these rich kids at the, like they were waiting to blame them for something. Did I lose you? I did. Jake's gone. All right, so what was uh, what was the last thing you heard me say? Oh shit. I don't remember. I know I was talking about how I was basically just going to say, like, it, it, it's not really that often that, that a woman will, like, come right out and say, these guys raped me. You know what I mean? It, it might be questionable circumstances sometimes. Sometimes they might be drunk. You know what I mean? It'd be like, well, I don't really remember what happened. Or maybe the dude was wearing a ski mask and, and, and they don't really know for sure. But something did happen and they're trying to figure out who did it. It's not very often that somebody would just come right out and just straight up make something up, man. I mean, I know they said she was crazy or whatever. Well, and that's what they said. She suffered from mental illness, and they, they talked to her grandmother, I think, or someone, a church leader, who said, yeah, she was not in touch with reality. Right, she's like a compulsive, and, or not, not a compulsive, but um, what's, what's the kind when you actually believe it? It's late, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. Maybe schizophrenic? No, 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 I mean, a pathological liar, right? Compulsive liars oh, just sure. make shit up, you know what I mean, and know they're yeah. lying. Pathological liars, they will say it and believe it. You know what I mean? It's it's a mental disorder, and it's, it sounds like she had that mixed with a well, whole lot of drugs and a whole lot of other semen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, uh, she was covered in DNA from every guy but the lacrosse players, and that's what, that's. I mean, spoiler alert to anybody that wants to see it. It's worth watching, but two spoiler alerts, the DNA is what... Uh, exonerated the the guys as she had dna from everybody under the sun because she's an escort except for the lacrosse players any lacrosse player they they collected lacrosse from the do players and then uh the the end of the documentary is she's two in basketball players one football player one guy from the chess team weirdly enough yeah. no no lacrosse but she's players. in jail at the end for murder at the end of the documentary she killed her boyfriend yeah yeah it's crazy man. um well, what i was saying is when we got cut off is down there everybody was ready to jump on the university. You have this disparity between uh, the poor uh, segments of the, the, the city and then the elites of the university. So when three privileged white kids and then race gets involved, black, white on black, I mean, it was ready to explode and for everybody to jump and then the rest of the country to jump on it and get all politically correct and be like, ooh, it has to be a hate crime. And I... I didn't really pay much attention to it, but I was just sort of like you. I was like, well, fucking rich kids, they think they can do whatever they want, especially athletes. So I, I never got too involved in it, I, but I, I did believe the hype. It's a, it's sad that we jumped to conclusions because, like you said, it's not too often that they're going to be exonerated. Right, right. It's uh, it's a weird spot. I, 
how much do you want to bet Bill Cosby makes his wife watch this movie? You know what I mean? He's just sitting there with it right now. You see what I'm saying, honey? It's not always just cut and dry. Some women say a lot of crazy things, and prosecutors get involved. And if if they're going to do it to the Duke boys, they'll definitely do it to a man who sells pudding. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And they'll do it 30 times in a row. 30 different women will come forth with the same cockamamie story. The world is full of crazy strippers, honey. Let's, I mean, not to segue, but he hasn't been in that. He was like, it was the biggest news story in the world, and then it's just sort of dropped off the face of the earth. I, mean, I think people are waiting for him to quietly die of old age so we don't have to deal with it, man. That's what I think's going I on. I can see that. Here's, I said I didn't pay a lot of attention to the Duke thing, and that's the problem, I guess, with me is I personally, when something, and let's bring it back to OJ also, because. I did not know the verdict of the OJ trial for either three or four days after it happened. And you could do that back in the days before internet. Like, I just ignored everything. Everybody's like, hey, OJ. I'm like, done. No one. And now you watch the Duke. And the same thing with the Duke. It was like this big, explosive media hype. I don't like media hype. So when all that nonsense is going on, even though it involves race race relationships, murder, and rape, I still... And now I see these things, you know, really examined years and years later, and I'm thinking, wow, I I should pay closer attention because the OJ thing, they literally let a murderer free because of a racist cop, because of race relations, and the same with the Duke uh, Duke boys. Yeah, there we go. Those good old Duke boys (laughs) with the... um, they, they, They were charged, and everybody presumed guilty because of their stature and the the fact they, you know, like, and they quoted uh, American Psycho. They're like, oh, they think they're Christian Bale. They can get away with anything. So it, it watching both the documentary and the OJ series, it really makes me feel like I should pay more attention to nonsense. But the problem is, at the time, it feels like nonsense. You have Nancy Grace fucking shouting her head off and right, you know, every right. talking head on TV. Just It makes me tune out. I don't like it while it's happening. But I love, after the fact, the fascination of seeing what really happened. Yeah, you kind of get a behind-the-scenes look at everything. I I, I will say that I, I was pretty young when the OJ thing happened, and so I I, I don't really remember a lot from it. But I, I, I remember being happy when he was, he was uh, found not guilty, not because I thought he didn't do it, but because he played Nortberg in the Naked Gun movies. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> oh yeah, I re- that was that was my because I I didn't l- watch football back then, so I'm on your page. I I, I was more Naked Gun OJ than football OJ. And I, I still love those movies, and so I still feel that if if any cast member of that movie that was in all three wants to kill some somebody, they should be able to get away with it. I'm not saying a whole school bus full of people, but certainly an ex-wife and her current boyfriend. I, I've got no qualms with that and if, if leslie nielsen the star of those movies once i he could kill entire like cities i i would still i would uh I, i'd be cheering for the defense on that one man i love those movies well, you know he's dead you know he's dead i yeah but his spirit is still with us you know what i'm saying and so if his spirit <laughs> wants to take out is he dead i i am pretty sure but the sad thing is as you said all three of those and uh I really hated two and three. Like one is a classic to me, but 
when three, I just, I don't remember anything about it except absolutely hating it when I walked out of the theater going, that was definitely the law of diminishing returns. Did you watch the TV series? <laughs> they had a TV series? The, the movies that were based off the TV series Police Squad with Leslie Nielsen. No, I never saw those, man. Oh, they're absolutely worth it. I don't know if they're on Netflix or Hulu. Ooh, I don't yeah. know where they're out there. I think they only have six episodes before they got canceled. Really? But what happened was Zucker's, Abram Zucker's uh, made Airplane, and it was a huge, big hit. And so they said, you know, when, when you have a huge, big hit, Hollywood's like, well, make something. So they're like, all right, well, let's make a, a TV, a police squad, a TV show about a police station, only it's like Airplane, you know, our sense of humor. And Leslie Nielsen was a cop, and it just did not last. I loved it. I loved all six episodes. I, th- I mean, I thought it was hilarious. And well, I, he's he's created like the thing. spoof comedy. Like he just has the perfect persona for that. Just that over the top, serious, just kind of cop guy. That you know, like the old school detective. I mean, he's so goddamn good. At, and you know, most spoof comedies are fucking awful, man. They're just shit oh, movies. Yeah, they're horrible. But goddamn, he he made them work. Like he made that shit. Or even the scream movies that he w- w- was in was was worth watching just for the parts where where he's in the movie as the president. He doesn't have like a lot of scenes in any of those movies. But I don't know for the listeners if you if you IMDb the scream ones that he was actually in, they're they're worth watching just for him. Um. It's not Scream, it's the Scream parodies, and I can't think of what they're oh, called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. I fucked that up. Um, I can't think of what they're called. Oh, but... Scary Movie. There you go, yeah, yeah, yeah Scary Movie. It made, movie. like, That's what I don't know, thousands of them. But Four or yeah, five yeah, or yeah, six. It was, it, it was quite a bit, man, but um, I, I don't even think he was... Well, I, I tell listeners, and I tell you, to look up Police Squad. Yeah, I'll check I it out. I only remember one thing about it, and I think it was the premiere episode. I'm not positive, but... You know, it's, it's that airplane slapstick humor. And so at one point during the episode, there was a shootout between Frank Drebin, Leslie Nielsen, and a criminal. And so they do a close-up of Frank, bang, bang, bang. They do a close-up of the criminal, bang, bang, bang. They do a close-up of Frank. And then they do a wide shot, and they're literally like a foot apart. Like, they're, they're <laughs> you know, having this shootout right next Like, Frank That's is behind awesome. a garbage can, and he's around a corner. But they are right next to one another. And I was, I like... Because I don't remember what year it was, but it came out at the perfect time for me. I was just a little kid, and so that kind of shit, I loved it. And the rest of America ignored it. But, I need uh, to go back and watch those, because you're right. I, I, I haven't seen those in years. and I, I remember the third one not being as good, but I, I, I like anything with that guy automatically. It's just like, it could well, be Well, and shit one has Ricardo Montalban, Ricardo Montalban in it, and, and I'm fucking his name up. I can't speak because I'm tired. But he just adds an air of, uh, of gravity and uh, elegance to anything he's in. I, I don't even remember who that guy is. He's the bad guy from, from Fantasy Island. He was the, the importer, you know, up in his office. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just his voice and his posture. He just yeah, adds awesome, grace to, a, to a, a movie. And the fact that, you know, that was the scene where... Drebin was getting had the pan and it. Uh, the only thing it does not impervious to is water, and then it ends up in the fish tank and stabs the. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's good good stuff, but yeah, I hear you. I that's that was my OJ too. But man, he fucking killed her, and that's that's the sad thing is is he got off because of race. Um, I highly recommend the series, and I guess people knew this, but I didn't pay attention at the time. So uh, there was a cop, Mark Furman, who was on tape saying, you got to frame N-words, you got to frame black people, except he was using the N-word. 
And uh, even though there was overwhelming DNA evidence, like one in 75 million people had the DNA that was at the crime scene, they went to the jury after eight, ten months of trial, and the jury within four hours just said, not guilty because and, and, and I, I hate to say this, but it's it's factual. It's true. It was there were two white jurors and all the rest were African American, and all the African Americans said, "Yeah, not guilty." Uh, that cop is racist. He framed him, and he was absolutely guilty. Like everything yeah, points to him. You, you can't be on tape talking about how you're going to frame a dude if you're a cop. You know what I'm saying? That is, is basically... Well, he wasn't talking about framing OJ. He was just saying, like, when you get a street thug, you got to beat the truth out of him, even if it's a lie, just to get him off the street. Like, he did not frame OJ, because everything would have had to happen immediately. Like, ooh, ooh there's blood here. Um, let's right, take some samples right. of it no, and spill it all over you're, OJ's I'm house. I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah. that's, that's going to be... Horrible oh yeah, you just you man. can't have that on tape. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't do it in general, much less have it and then have it get played. It's kind of like when the, the the pictures went out on Facebook and it got leaked to that Taco Bell employee licking all the shells. Hey, yeah, yeah, are yeah, most yeah. Taco Bell employees doing that? No, but I, I wasn't running out to buy Taco Bell the next day. You know what's weird about that? And the thing was that picture was old. Like, they, they say, oh, yeah, this was from last year, and we're only finding out about it now. Um, what's weird is Chipotle has been fucking up left and right. I was going to say, I heard you know? it was a, uh, I, I heard it was it was Taco John's throwing on the Taco Bell uniform and doing some uh, some espionage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some, 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 right. Some, some dirty campaigning on the part of the Taco John's people. No, but I'm saying no. I'm saying Chipotle's been like literally making people sick with with. I don't know if it's E. coli. I don't know, but Chipotle's been in the and people are still going there. You say, yeah, you see a picture of someone of an employee licking taco shells, and you're like, fuck that. I'm not going to Taco Bell. That's bullshit. And then uh, you get rotten meat it's or so funny, E. coli man. on yeah. lettuce oh, at Chipotle, and they go right back though. there, and they're like, oh, let's let's go back to Chipotle. It's so good. Who cares if it's gonna make me bleed out my anus like they said on South Park? Oh, but but the, the taco shell licking picture was just like the perfect anti-commercial. I, I, mean, I mean, you know, there, there's a reason that those, especially fast food companies, spend so much money on advertising and so much money with those giant billboards that make a Big Mac look fucking delicious. I know it doesn't actually look like that, and it damn sure doesn't taste like what they want me to think it's going to taste like up there. But, like, they do look good every time you pass them. You know, they they look great. And they don't just snap a picture of a Big Mac in there. I mean, they 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 really go all out with it. That kid did the opposite of a Big Mac. Oh yeah, I worked on, when I lived in L.A. I worked on commercials all the time, and they would do uh, fast food commercials. And like they had a prep truck, and it was literally art. I mean, you're talking yeah, most about of the time it's not even food. Eat. Yeah, like uh, yeah, well. It's like it's got varnish on it to make it shine. Like, you don't eat those fries. Here, we take we show these fries in the shot, and then you quick take a bite of the bite fry that's actually not covered in varnish or, you know, gelatin to make it look shiny or whatever. Yeah, oh, it gets they, weirder they really... than that, dude. I took an advertising class in college, and uh, one, of the, one, of the, one of the professors was telling me something about stuff they actually do with... Okay, you know how on uh, pizza commercials... It always looks really, really cheesy and melty. 
that's actually plastic. Oh, that makes yeah, they, sense. they melt plastic, so it's yeah. thicker. Otherwise, it, it would just be it, it doesn't it doesn't look like that. It doesn't it doesn't look like that when you pull pizza up uh, with what was it? Ice cream on commercials is actually mashed potatoes. <laughs> I can see well, that. Well, reason yeah. they do that is is for the steam. You know how? Well, yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't melt like you. you okay, quick, get the shot. Quick, get the shot, or the ice cream starts to melt, or you're filming in a freezer so that it doesn't right. melt. Yeah, mashed potatoes will just sit it, there. It, it, yeah, and 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 they also have steam that comes off them. Whereas in in the commercial, they always want the ice cream to look like it's so cold and it, it's like that freezer steam. Well, that doesn't really show up on camera as well as like steam from heat. So they use just. Uh, Food coloring and mashed potatoes, and there was there's one more. They used cigarette smoke for something. What the fuck was it? It was well, cigarette smoke is beautiful. It has that nice blue hue. To yeah, it. they use that for like the, I I think it was like the steam off off the food or something like that. Uh, they'll it might it might have been mashed potato. It might have been the ice cream thing that they used the cigarette smoke for. I I, I don't I don't know, but something he was telling me something they always used cigarette smoke for. In, in in the commercials with the food, but yeah, dude, it's not it's not even food most of the time. Well, I, I had the same experience um, as you. I can't remember which one you said it. Oh, the Big Mac, and the thing because uh, in Bismarck here, I'm like ten feet from a Taco John's, and as I drove by, I went, "Holy shit, that was the last Taco John's I ate at it about ten years ago." Because I remember um, they had like a it was literally like you said it was a billboard. It was these beautiful little potato nuggets in a burrito and something like, oh, oh yeah, that looks really good and i got it and it was this soggy piece yeah. of shit that i couldn't even finish i'm like this is disgusting and then i looked at the picture i'm like but it looks so good do you know it's always but a it solid wasn't. fast food purchase is uh kentucky fried chickens mashed potatoes and biscuits those are that. always really fucking good man their chicken is the most horrible thing that's ever been done with poultry but like Oh, the mashed potatoes are so good. If you could, like, combine... <laughs> this might be a good Facebook meme. Is, is somebody, like, eating chicken out of a box of Popeyes, but then eating, like, mashed potatoes out of the container of KFC? Because, like, I'm not saying that the, the potatoes at Popeyes suck. I mean, yeah, they're instant potatoes. They are what they are. But, like, the, the, the instant potatoes at KFC are much, much better. No, I, dude, I've had that thought, and I might have even expressed it to you, but um, I don't like coffee. I like hot chocolate, and Caribou Coffee has the best hot chocolate there is. However, their chocolate pastries aren't that good. Starbucks does not have good chocolate pastries, but Panera Bread has mediocre hot chocolate, but fantastic chocolate pastries. So what I would love is to be able to walk into one location and get a hot chocolate and a chocolate pastry that I like, but no, I have to get caribou coffee, hot chocolate, and Panera Bread chocolate pastries. So yeah, I love mixing and mashing. Dude, there's got to be some kind of weird business venture for that because I, I feel like you could do that in a food court at a mall. I mean, I mean, how many food carts are you at to where it's like, all right, there's McDonald's, there's Burger King, there's Wendy's, there's there's a million goddamn things. They're all right next to each other. We're, 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 we're eating at the tables together with, with customers from other, from other, uh, restaurants or maybe open up one that just had the, the best two things from every, <laughs> every item. Yeah. Yeah. 
according to one guy. According to that you one just, uh, fucking, you're like... No, not even one guy. Seriously, go to every restaurant and and do a study and find out what the most popular re- uh, item is at that restaurant in the food court. And then you just open up the, the menu that has, yeah, here's the most popular item from each one of these restaurants. You can just get them all here. So you can get your uh, Burger King fries and your McDonald's Big Mac or the McDonald's Coke that always tasted better or the slice of pizza yeah. and fries from McDonald's. You know, like where you, you, you get the, yeah, that that is not Dude, a bad idea. We can call idea. it top shelf fast food. <laughs> uh, listeners, you're allowed to steal it from us. Go ahead. Fuck that, I want royalties. He's okay, you're allowed to give us royalties. Yeah, royalties would be good. Or, you know, just... I I don't know. Send me a bottle of something nice. I, I, I'm I so shitty at negotiating. I, I'm sorry. Just send me a bottle. <laughs> a bottle of anything. Bud Light. Um, yeah, you guys got Bud Light. How do you do with uh, going all the way back to topic? When something is in the news, do you find it? Now this is this is shitty. This let's let's make this current. Um, right now, like so, the Duke lacrosse case was enormous. OJ was enormous, and these are things that should not be enormous. Like maybe because OJ's a celebrity, sure, it's it's gruesome and it's horrible, but it the coverage it it got far exceeded. Uh, what it deserved. Same with Duke Lacrosse. I mean, we're talking about, you know, three boys and a woman, and it's horrible. And and all, if if it was real, then yeah, uh, victims of crime should be reported so the 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 perpetrators are shamed and brought to justice. Now, all that said, I tune up because it's sensationalistic. Now, right now, the Panama Papers are sort of in the news. But it's not like I go on MSN where they rank the stories one to twenty, and it's like number nine, ten, fifteen. And the Panama Papers, to me, should be OJ-style news. It should be the biggest goddamn thing out well, there. Well, right a lot now. of shit, it's man. I mean, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. I mean, I mean, there's so many big things yeah, that yeah, affect, yeah. like, the entire goddamn world. But we're only talking about Kim Kardashian's ass breaking the Internet or whatever. I mean, I, you know, we're just – most of us are kind of dumb, man. It's sad. I just it's, – it's depressing because um, – yeah, the two well, the the Trans-Pacific Partnership it affects the global economy. Um, what I just mentioned, the Panama Papers, tax havens affect the global economy. I mean, these are things that really put a thumb on the middle class and keep poor people poor and middle class people um, striving, whereas the ultra-rich remain ultra-rich and then don't give back to society in the slightest. The Panama Papers are about them hiding it, and the trade agreements are about corporations allowing, you know, finding the cheapest labor possible so that shareholders can make more money than laborers. And yet these are things that aren't talked about because, you know, uh, like you said, Kim Kardashian's ass is big, or she and Kanye went to the movies, and fuck. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's frustrating, but... Uh... I mean, it's it's not shocking that a lot of the mainstream news isn't talking about it because they they make most of their money from ad revenue and the people that are buying their ads or their ad spaces rather are these big corporations that are run by guys who don't really want a lot of attention attention to on the tax shelters yeah. and yeah yeah for obvious reasons. So uh, I mean, it's 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 a weird. 
time for for journalism, but I, I think it's a good time for journalism because there are actually ways that you can find people talking about this as opposed to, well, I only really have access to a few major national news networks in my country, and I guess I'll find out what was really happening in 20 years if I'm still alive, you know? Well, and to, to, to be fair to the the Duke and OJ cases is we didn't find out what was happening then until a year later when it was the Duke kids get exonerated because the prosecutor was just a complete shitbag just throwing whatever he could at the wall trying to make it stick on them even though the DNA evidence, the, the self, like the sensationalist, the, the sensationalism did not give us any of the story. Yeah. This documentary showed how much was not covered. Same with OJ. I remember the OJ thing, even though I wasn't paying attention to it, but I fell in line with what I was presented. Uh, the the prosecutors are inept. Um, oh, I can't believe they did this. So this series it really broke down what was going on, and it's amazing the games that are played in courtrooms and what the what. Even though I say it's sensationalistic, like, oh, I can say that the Duke lacrosse was on every single television, but nobody was getting it right. So, yeah. you know, maybe right now if the Panama Papers were enormous, nobody would be getting it right. They would just be saying, wow, tax shelters, that's, you know, what are you going to do? Or I don't even know what. Yeah, but. that's true. I mean, at the end of the day, the deuce is only going to be as accurate as e either A, the people running it allow it to be or be even if they're trying to be completely honest and give you completely accurate journalism they're only going to be as accurate as their sources you know and if, yeah if well the sources for the panama papers are pretty good since they're 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 leaked right. um i did see a great joke today by the way uh my buddy jay posted on facebook he went uh, sorry panama papers the biggest data leak ever was uh, the fappening and i thought that was pretty <laughs> fucking funny because uh, I like that. No, man, I, uh, I I do feel weird sometimes when I, I'm watching these documentaries, particularly like the, the court case stuff, because they go so far into it and they kind of keep you guessing with a lot of shit. And I, I, I like I sort of have this guilty feeling every now and then when I'll, I'll sort of step outside myself and look at like me enjoying this like it's a soap opera. Even though it's like, I don't know, people's lives are being destroyed. People are going to kill them. And I'll sit there and I'll tell people, no, 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 don't, don't tell me if they're in jail or not. I don't want you to ruin my movie. Their, their lives are supposed to be entertainment for me, you know? And it's, it's, it's like a weird – and I find myself kind of placing bets on what's going to happen. Like it's a TV show. Like with, with this one, I, I didn't even want to just go – guilty or innocent i i was thinking that the stripper was not not only going to be making stuff up but the reason she was making stuff up was because it was actually wesley snipes in drag um that's what i thought <laughs> i thought he was doing like method acting because he was making a sequel to uh what was it to wong fu. fu yeah i thought he was making a sequel yeah. to to wong fu to wong fu too yeah <laughs> <laughs> to wong fu with the vengeance. Yeah. This time it's personal. No, I hear you on that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's scary and sad that these people's lives are entertainment on some level. I mean, the good thing, I suppose, is not about the entertainment, but 
regarding the Duke case, some good came of it. The three accused kids are all involved with the Innocence Project, where they use DNA to to create innocence. And when it comes to OJ, like Cochran died of a brain aneurysm, someone else died, you know, OJ's finally in jail for something else. It's like things, and the the, the false accuser in the Duke case went to jail. Like, and the the prosecutor in um, the Duke case got disbarred. So, like, in this weird way... All the, the bad things happen to the deserving people that were doing the wrong things and the, the good people, you know. But it just, you go through hell to have the good thing eventually happen. We, we can only hope that uh, five years from now, George Zimmerman will get arrested for trying to steal his old football jerseys. Oh, or it just gets in a car accident and dies. But yeah, that's, that's, that's sort of a, a downer to think that he's still alive and walking around. Well, oh well. We can't win them all, but hopefully he'll die of cancer soon, even though we don't, he doesn't have cancer now. Hopefully he'll get cancer. I, well, I can't believe he hasn't gone to jail for other shit, because I, I remember, like... Because he keeps getting arrested. Yeah, he keeps getting arrested on, like... I mean, I mean that's just not, not misdemeanors. Like, that guy had a little bit of weed. It's like, they pulled the gun on his father-in-law and beat 12 children yeah. to death right in front of a police... It's like, what, what he... How is he not in prison? For other shit at this point. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Listeners, if you have a theory, you can tell us. But uh, we've, we've talked a long time, Jake. We've uh, shot above and beyond our usual half an hour. So you got any uh, parting thoughts, any closing ideas, any any uh, goodbyes for the listeners? Um, oh, yeah. If any of you guys have any connections with people in Hollywood or, or whatever, for one thing, give me and uh, Nathan both some work. But also, second importance to that, get them to make another, like a sequel to the OJ series where we can see him coked up and stealing jerseys. Because that's, I'm more interested in that. <laughs> I think that'd be a much better series, personally. Well, they could, because he did it, so it could be season two, The People versus O.J., and then The Vegas Case, so there you go. I'd watch that. That would be awesome. All right, kids, uh, I'm going to hopefully sleep for the next nine hours. I have no idea before I have to drive to my next gig. Uh, thanks for listening. Jake, good talking to you. You too. Later.